Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You are listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Hamu Argawal. Hamu was born in India, but moved to the United States in the mid-1960s. She has her master's degree from City College of New York and has been a graphic designer for over 30 years and owned her own creative design firm before retiring and moving to the Dominican Republic. She has now returned to her first love, and that is a painting. Well, good morning, Himu, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning, Mike. Well, Himu, let's start off this morning by having you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Okay. As you said, I was born in a small town in Gujarat state of India. There were seven children in my family, six girls and one boy. I am next to the youngest. My father worked as a civil engineer for the state government, and although his salary was rather limited, the perks that came with the high government position that he held were considerable. We lived in a huge mansion abandoned by British officers with a 12 bedrooms plus two very large living rooms furnished with expensive colonial furniture and oriental rugs. My father was also provided with a fleet of servants, chauffeur, cook, night watchman, jeep, and a car. He was of a progressive nature and believed that girls should excel in education and all sorts of activities. After finishing my bachelor's degree in India, I came to the U.S. for higher education in arts. By education, training, and profession, I'm a graphic designer having a master's degree from City College of New York. As you said, this was, I came in the mid-60s, and this was the time when the hippie movement was in full force. College campuses were busy demonstrating against the Vietnam War. Beatles were very popular, and so was Ravi Shankar. After finishing my degree, I worked as a designer in New York City for seven years, and after that, established my own creative design firm, AQ Graphics Inc., in Hudson Valley, New York which I ran successfully for over 25 years. During my career in New York City, I got opportunity to design many record album covers of well-known singers like um, Tom Jones, Montuvani, Engelbert Humperdinck, Brother of Man, Frigid Pink, one of the last albums of the Beatles, in which the cover shows the Beatles standing in the doorway and two singles by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. I also designed packages for many products, including Remington hair dryer, Buddy L trucks, Weebles, G.I. Joe, Kleenex tissues, and many more. 
This experience enabled me to start my own company and continue getting more work from the record album companies and other industries. In my business, I designed many hip-hop albums, including Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five's famous Message album, The Sugar Hill Gang, Positive Force, Treacherous Three, plus two albums of Quincy Jones' music, and many others. I also designed a series of collector's records of the 50s and 60s, in which famous artists such as Dionne Warwick, Richie Valens, Dionne Del Shannon, and the Everly Brothers were included. Plus, I worked extensively on remake of the entire chess record catalog, which included artists like James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Chuck Berry, Benny Goodman, Bo Diddley, Murray Waters, Howlin' Wolf, Eta James, Charlie Parker, Flamingos, and many, many others. Now, my husband and I have retired and live in the Dominican Republic, one of the Caribbean islands, and have started to paint after 30 years of gap. I have two children and both live in San Francisco. My daughter, Sona, is physician, but also paints and my son Aryan is in financial industry. Well, Hamu, that sounds like you've had a uh, very exciting as well as successful career in the printmaking. Yes, I was lucky to first to come in the air time period when uh, um, all Eastern philosophy was popular, Beatles made India famous and so did Ravi Shankar and my mm -hmm. colors and my designs were very well fit for commercial industry during that time period when I came so I guess I was lucky well in your painting today uh, how has that uh, your, your uh, designing translated into the paintings that you do today well uh, my ability to do something in an old style. That means um, uh, when I was in the college, uh, we were encouraged uh, uh, to draw with uh, all old media like pastels and hand drawings and we did not have internet or computer. Everything was done by hand. And um, because I was uh, studied in, in India, the Teachings are different in India. First of all, my college mm -hmm. uh, did not allow to, us to copy from anything. We were not allowed to copy from postcards or photographs. We had to draw whatever we see in front of objects or from our, our own imagination. And that enabled me to, I think, uh, uh, translate my own imaginative forms into the paper rather than copying something. Uh, and I, I, I think it helps me to do some of my paintings reflect that which you normally do not see around uh, that comes up the style and the design and the color because I, it comes from my own uh, thinking. Well, and where do you get the inspiration for your art? What inspires you? 
of anything and everything that I see around me. Uh, for example, every day I see different things around me and uh, I get inspiration from those uh, views that I come across. Well, and then once you have the inspiration for uh, painting, uh, take uh, the audience through the process you go through in creating your art. Yes, when I see when I see something, I lock that image in my mind. Uh, I do not take photograph or keep it in front of me, but I try to remember vividly, and I add my own colors and I add my own shapes shapes to them. And the process is uh, it's quite uh, it takes a, some time before it it. Uh, becomes a painting. I do not use canvas. I, some I have used canvas sometimes, but most of my work is on wood because I like mm -hmm. hard surface. Mm -hmm. And I work, when I want to do painting, I have some sort of idea and I do some pointers uh, just to uh, compose myself on the wood panel. I do not draw complete picture on that. I mostly have some points that lead me to finish the art, and then I straight go to colors. And I like to work with the colors, but before applying color, I prepare the wood panel. I use gesso and some other media, and finish just like uh, you would prepare canvas. And then first I create textures, and then I apply my pointers, and then I apply the paints. The process takes uh, sometime a day, two days, or three days, depending on the size and mm -hmm. and the complexity of of the subject. And when I halfway through, it also changes. Sometimes my image overlaps two, three images, just like we think. Sometimes two, three thoughts comes in my mind. And some image, some shape, change a different. And if I like it, I continue. If I don't like it, I put gesso all over and start again. So there are many, some of my paintings have a two, three different paintings underneath. I start something and then I end up with totally different. And if I, if I like to look at it again and again, then, then I'm happy with it. Well, Hamu, is there another artist or a painter whose work has influenced you? I can't really myself say because I don't think of other artists when I'm painting. But maybe the viewers, people who see my work, maybe they find mm -hmm. something accidentally and say, oh, this one looks like so-and-so. But I myself have not... Uh, looked at artist uh, painting and try to copy or do something so it's hard for me to uh, say if uh, but of course we all learn from each other and there is something I see in the museum gallery and something st stuck in my mind but when I put it on on the painting it comes out differently it comes out with my own own impression of what I saw mm -hmm. Well, and your art is very colorful, and you certainly have a, a good sense of color. 
have you always used a lot of color in your art? Yes, color color is my passion. I love colors and I love to combine colors. I use colors in different density. Uh, I, I use I overlap them and by uh, creating texture underneath, color changes. When you apply it on the texture, it comes out different. And when you, uh, but I mostly work in acrylic because I find acrylic has a certain brightness that uh, comes out uh, the way I like it and also it dries quickly, not like oil, which takes much longer to dry. Uh, and uh, uh, the colors are the real vibration of painting. If I don't like colors, I don't like painting. When I go and see in any gallery, museum, first thing attracts me is the color on those paintings. So I can say yes, color is the main, probably the main uh, um, part of the painting that uh, I, I attract me. Well, Helmu, how much time uh, on average per week do you uh, spend creating your art? Well, since I'm now retired, I, I paint almost every day, but I do not <laughs> put a lot of hours. <laughs> I paint for like a half an hour, then I would stop. I would come uh, and munch something. Or, uh, you know, I live in a Caribbean island. It has a gorgeous, beautiful weather all year round. Uh, from mm -hmm. my house, I have 180-degree view of ocean, Atlantic Ocean. So I enjoy the weather. And then, again, I go back to my workplace and uh, do some more. But every day I'm doing something and something in art. And so when average, I would, hard to say, but maybe three between three and four hours a day, I would say. But I do kind of work every day, yes. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, of course, you know, doing design work is certainly a, a form of art, but uh, during that 30-year period of your professional career, you did not do any painting during that time? Very early on, uh, like in the early 70s, I would say, yes, I was painting uh, still in between, and once my daughter was born, uh, it became less and less, and then my son was born, and then I got so busy my, in my mm -hmm. business, I simply didn't have a time. In 80s, mm -hmm. I was terribly busy, 80s and 90s. Uh, I was mm -hmm. producing somewhere, you know, 10 to 15 record albums a month. Mm -hmm. uh, I had several employees, and uh, that kept me, kept me very, very busy. And although I had a lot of ideas in my head, but I did not have a time raising two children, running full-time business. Uh, it was rather very, very, very busy period. Well, I can imagine so. Uh, you know, raising children is, is a full-time job, and then you had a uh, very successful business with employees and creativity on top of that. So I'm sure you were very, very busy. Well, Hamu, uh, we're about halfway through the show, so I think it's a good spot to take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll uh, talk about a couple, three pieces of your art. Okay, Mike. I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Hamu Argerwald's 
artwork by going to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com. Click on the Search Artist Gallery tab and then search through the artist to Hemu Argawal's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member Corner and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer, an architect, or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, and, of course, by the individual artist. And again, to view Hemu Argawal's beautiful art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Hemu Argawal's name. Well, Hamu, uh, one of the uh, pieces uh, you'd entered into an art competition that was a winning piece was titled A Landscape in My Dream. Uh, tell the audience about uh, that painting. This painting is a duplicate of my dream sequence. The vivid colors and flowing water in dream inspired me to create this image. Acrylic paints were best suited for this painting because it is easy to create various textures in the background. The image came for a few seconds and so many elements up appeared wavy, like foreground, shadows, river, fields, etc. And trees, trees were just like a blob, but it had a quick light passing through. So that's what I, I translated into this painting. The style is sort of illustrative, kind of fairy tale. I'm hoping the viewers will experience this feeling. This is suited for children's room, nursery, elementary school, children's hospital, travel agency, or a farmhouse. The size is 37 and half inches by 30 inches. Uh, the price of this original painting is 2880 but a museum quality Canvas print would cost less than $250. Well, it is a very beautiful and a very colorful painting, and uh, the geometry that's incorporated into it I, I found quite fascinating as well. This is very, very, um, what you call it, very uh, uh, charming to look at it again and again, and uh, it, it's, it's very good for. Uh, it's used for children's room, as well as even grown-ups can enjoy this painting. Mm-hmm. And then another painting that uh, you had entered and was a winner in a competition was called Dancing Pear. Tell the audience about that piece. Yes, this one is uh, one of my favorite ones. Uh, it's a Dancing Pear. I'm a folk dancer, too. Besides being a painter and a graphic designer, uh, I have trained many, many groups in New York, taken them to United Nations and uh, many, many other places, and also won tri-state competition. My groups have won with I choreograph. Uh, I have been a folk dancer since I was um, in junior high school and has been continued doing in New York, exposing uh, uh, Indian Gujarati style folk dance and so a dance performance inspired me to create this painting 
These are represents harmonious relationship of lines, curves, and colors. The movement of lines and curves are parallel to the movement of dancers. The gradual change of hot colors to cool colors represents dancers' mood. All the flow of energy is dancing with the human form and creating visual harmony. Again, I use acrylic colors which are best suited for its brightness and easy to create texture. I try to use full potential of various colors and creating many more shades by overlapping them over various textures. I'm hoping yours will appreciate the softness of graceful human curves and interesting smooth transition of colors. The size of this painting is 15 and a half inch by 24 inches. The price of original is 1975, which includes shipping and frame, but a museum quality canvas print costs only 10% of the original price. Well, and again, it's a very colorful painting. Uh, I love the lines in it as well, and, and you're right. The, the painting has movement in it. It's, it's a very uh, interesting and a unique piece of art. Yeah, I feel this is how I feel that the viewers, uh, the, the painting should direct viewers' eyes, and eyes should dance over painting. And it, so it should have a flawless uh, rhythm to it, kind of. And that creates a more interesting uh, uh, look in, in the painting. And that's what I try to create. So viewers would automatically, their eyes would follow from one direction to other direction without uh, uh, any, any problems or without stopping in anywhere, but go all over the painting. Well, and now we learn that you're also a dancer, and uh, I'm sh <laughs> you have a, you had a real busy life because uh, I'm sure that there was a lot of practices involved in uh, doing the the dances and and performing. So, my goodness, I just you really stayed busy. <laughs> yeah, I I tell you, uh, not only in in uh, in Rockland County where we lived before moving to Dominican Republic. And when my daughter was in 12th grade, I offered my services to her class. I talked to her teacher, and I choreographed a group of dancers. Only my daughter was uh, of uh, Indian American. The rest of them all were from different races. Uh, they were, uh, they were um, uh, Irish, they were Jewish, they were Latinos. I took 11 of her classmates, and we did a Dandia Ras, which is a folk dance. Mike, mm -hmm. you will believe the cable uh, news work came, the superintendent of uh, the, you know, high school came, and everybody loved that. I got so many compliments. It was shown on local TV. <laughs> and what it did best for my daughter, she became interested in in uh, Indian art, music, and songs because she, while doing the practice for two months, all her classmates were asking her thousand questions, and she would come home and ask me thousand questions. I think this is the best way to teach your children of your own heritage. Yeah. If you make them think and read a book, they're not going to learn. But by doing something, especially with their peers, and if the peers like it, they will be proud of it. Well, that is so true. 
And the last piece uh, we'll talk about today is another winning piece that you'd entered into a competition, and that was entitled A Fishing Trip. Uh, tell us about that piece. Yeah, this is a big painting. It was done in four panels. Now, this one has in my inspiration is my son and his wife, because they are avid uh, fishermen, and they go out on fishing trip all the time. So I could say that, yes, I thought of them when I did this painting. <laughs> Tell the story of a fishing trip. A stylized figurative style is used in this painting. Starting from left panel to the last panel, elements change from land to trees, houses, and fields to the second panel action of a female figure catching a fish. Then in third panel, crab and lobster caught by men. And in last panel, a boat, water, and the village in mountains, all depicting my imagination. There is an element of storytelling in this series. Each panel can be hung as an independent painting, or all four panels can be hung to create a full scene. The size is 62 inches by 24 inch in height, and the price of each panel is 1400 And again, a fine quality uh, canvas print would be much, much lower. Well, that is just a beautiful painting. And again, uh, it's like reading a storybook. You, you see a story unfolding with this painting. And you will see a lot of textures created in this. Each panel has some interesting textures underneath the paint and all the texture shows through the paint, and lots of overlapping of colors, which I normally like to do. Well, Hamu, we're getting close to the end of the show, and one of the questions I always like to ask uh, artists, and especially uh, artists who are successful and, and have been in the art business for a number of years, is what uh, advice they would give to anyone that's new entering the art business. Well, I'm not really qualified to advise anybody, but <laughs> since you asked me, <laughs> I would point out four things. One, understand, like, and learn your media well, whether it's acrylic, watercolor, oil, or pastel, because each media acts differently. Two, create fearlessly, because fear is one's worst enemy. Three, it doesn't matter that other people like it or not. Do what your heart desires. Dare to be different. And the last, remember, Vincent Van Gogh, such a genius artist who painted nearly 2,100 paintings and sold only one in his career. He was not appreciated then, but now his paintings sell for millions of dollars. Well, that is so true, and that is great advice. And you're too modest. Uh, a very successful uh, business career that involves a lot of art. So don't sell yourself short. Your paintings are beautiful. Uh, I've seen some of your uh, album covers. They were fantastic. So um, your advice uh, is very well-founded. You've been a successful business person and artist. Well, I appreciate very much for this opportunity, and 
uh, as I said, somehow I I was lucky in a timing that I landed in the in this in USA. Uh, during that time was a need for a uh, type of work that I do. Second is uh, uh, I have I have worked uh, relentlessly. I have never stopped uh, except for um, a few years here and there in between uh, giving birth to my children, for example. But otherwise, I always continue working. And I enjoy I never felt like it's a work. It, I enjoy it so much. <laughs> Well, Hamu, I want to thank you for joining us today on An Artist Speaks. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. I certainly enjoyed our chat today and look forward to seeing more of your art. Yes, I look forward to creating more art. (laughs) And you have a wonderful day. You too. I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Hamu Argawal's stunning art, to listen to this interview, and, of course, purchase some of Hamu's art, visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. I'm going to let all of the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions as well. And if you're an architect, interior designer, or lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we'll meet again in two weeks. Again, thank you for listening to our show today, and have a great rest of your weekend.